Hello and welcome to Serrated Edge. Today my brother is going to be reading The Ichabog by J.K. Rowling. Um, he's going to be reading Chapter 1, King Fred the Fearless. Um, we hope you like this episode. Chapter 1 King Fred the Fearless. Once upon a time, there was a tiny country called Cornucopia, which had been ruled for centuries by a long line of fair-haired kings. The, the king at, at the time of which I write was called King Fred the Fearless. He, he announced the fearless bit himself on the morning of his coronation, partly because it sounded nice with Fred, but but also because he he once man, managed to, to catch and kill a wasp all by himself, if you didn't count five footmen and then the boot boy. King Fred the Fearless just came to the throne on a huge wave of popularity. He had lovely yellow curls, a fine sweeping mustache, and looked magnificent in the tight breeches, velvet doublets, and ruffled and shirts that, that rich men wore at the time. He, Fred was said to be generous, smiled, and waved when everyone caught sight of him and looked awfully handsome in the portrait as did through the kingdom to be hung in town halls. The people of Cornucopia uh, were most happy with their new king, and, and many thought he'd He'd end up being even better at the job than his father, Richard the Rightest. His teeth, though nobody had had liked to mention it at the time, or were or were rather crooked. King Fred was secretly relieved to, to find out how easy it was as to run Cornucopia. In fact, the country seemed to run itself. Oof. Nearly everybody had lots of food. The merchants made, made pots of gold, and Fred's advisors and took care of any little problem there was. All that was left for Fred to do was being and self subjects whenever he went and out in his carriage and didn't go on hunting five times a week with his two best friends, Lord Spillworth and Lord Flapoon. Spillworth Earth and Flap Spillworth and and Flapoon and Sp- Spillworth and Flapoon and had had large largest states of their own. Um, in the country, he but but they found it much cheaper and more amusing to live at the palace with the king, eating his food, food, eating his food, 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 hunting the stags and and making sure that the king didn't get it too found 
and of, of any of the beautiful ladies at court. They had no wish to see Fred married, because the queen might spoil all their fun. For a time, Fred had seemed to rather like Lady Eslanda, Eslanda, who, who was, was as dark and beautiful as Fred, and was fair and handsome. Um, but Spilworth had, had persuaded Fred that she was far too serious and bookish for the country to love her as queen. Fred didn't know that it, Lord Spilworth had, had a grudge against Lady Eslanda. He'd once uh, asked her. Her to marry him, but she turned him down. Lord Spilworth was, was very thin, cunning, and clever. His front and flap was ruddy faced and so enormous that it required six men to him on to his massive ch- chestnut horse. Though not as clever as Spilworth, his flapoon was still far sh- sharper than the king. Both lords were expert at, at flattering him to, 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 to be yeah, astonished and pretending to be astonished by, by how good Fred had was at everything from riding to tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks is a game. Spillworth had a particular tact. Talent. It was persuading the king to do things that that suited Spilworth and a flapoon hag. If if it was for convincing the king that nobody on earth was as loyal to the king as two best friends, Fred thought Spilworth and Flapoon were jolly good chaps. They urged him to hold fancy parties, elaborate picnics, and sumptuous banquets. It's because Cornucopia was famous far beyond its borders for its food. Each, each of its days were no, was known for a different kind, and each was the very best in the world. The capital of Cornucopia, Chuville, Ch- Chuville, it's not Chucksville, Chuville, lay in the south. Rio lay in the south of the country and was surrounded by by acre, acres of orchards, fields of soaring, shimmering wheat, heat, and on which appeared terry cows grace. The cream fla- flower and fruit ooh, 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 produced by the farmers was here. And was given to the exceptional bakers of Churia who made pastries. Think, if you please, is the most delicious cake or cookie you have ever tasted. Well, let me tell you that they've they they'd have been downright ashamed to to serve that in Churia, unless a grown man's eyes filled with Tears of ple- ple- pleasure as, uh, as he went to a Chuvia p- pastry. I, I'm not going. 
It was deemed a failure and never made again. The bakery went windows of Trouville were, were piled high with delicacies such as as mainstreams, praise crews, and most famous of all, hopes of heaven, which were, were so exquisitely he, he painfully he, he delicious. They're saved for special occasions, and everybody cried for joy as they King Por- Porfirio of, of neighboring Pluritania uh, had already sent King Fred a letter for offering him the choice of, of any of his daughters and marriage in exchange for, for a lifetime supply of hopes, hopes, hopes of heaven. And, but Spielworth had 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 advised Fred had to laugh in the Puritanian ambassador's face. His daughters are nowhere near pretty to exchange for hopes of heaven, sire, said Spillworth. To the north of Chuvia lay more green fields and clear sparkling rivers where jet black black cows and ha- happy pink pigs were raised. It's these in turn and served the twin cities of Kurdsburg and Bairnstown, which were separated from each other by an arching stone bridge over, over the main river of Cornucopia. Uh, the fluma were uh, <laughs> brightly colored barges as bore goods from one end of of the kingdom to another. Herzberg was famous for its cheeses. Huge white wheels, dense orange cannonballs, big crumbly blue vein bears, and little baby cream cheeses, smoother, smoother than velvet. Brimstone was celebrated and for its smoked and honey roasted and hams. Its sides of bacon, its spicy sausages, its and melting beefsteaks, and its rice and pies. The savory fumes is rising from the, uh, the chimneys of the red brick brownstone stoves was mingled with the utter sting and wafting from. From the doorways of the Kurdsburg cheesemongers, for forty miles all around, it is impossible not to salivate, breathing in the delicious air. A few hours north of Kurdsburg and Bernstown, when you you came across acres of vineyards bearing grapes as large as eggs, 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 each of them ripe and sweet and juicy. Journey onward for, for the rest of the day, and you reach the granite city of Jeroboam, famous for its wine. Once, he said of the Jeroboam mayor that you could get tipsy simply walking in its streets. The best vintages has changed hands for thousands upon thousands of gold coins in the Jeroboam wine, wine and mud. Merchants were some of of the the richest men in the kingdom. 
a little north of Jeroboam, of Jeroboam, a strange, interesting happened, and and it was as though the magically rich land of Cornucopia had exhausted itself by producing the best grass, has the best fruit, and the best wheat in the world. Right at the northern tip, it came the place known as the marshlands, and the only thing that grew there were some tasteless, rubbery mushrooms, mushrooms and, and thin dry, dry grass. As, as only enough to defeat a few mangy sheep. The marshlanders who attended this. The sheep didn't have the sleek, well-rounded, or just as the appearance of, of the citizens of, of Jeroboam, Umbernstown, Kurtzburg, or Chuvia. They were gaunt and ragged. Their, their poorly nourished sheep never fetched very good prices, either in cornucopia or abroad. So very few marsh. Sanders ever got to taste the delights of cornucopian rind, cheese, beef, or pastries. The most common dish in the marshlands was a greasy mutton broth where the sheep were too old to sell. The rest of, of, the, of cornucopia found the marshlands an odd bunch, surly, dirty, and ill-tempered. They had rough voices which which the other cornucopians imitated, making them sound like coarse old sheep. The jokes were made about their manners and their simplicity. As as far as the rest of cornucopia was concerned, the only immemorable thing that that ever come come out of the marshlands was was the was the legend of the Ichabod. Thank you for listening to Serrated Edge. This episode was um, produced, as always, by Gavin Snyder, and it was read by Luke Snyder. Um, If you would like to support Serrated Edge, you can subscribe wherever you listen, or you can, or and you can tell a friend about us. Um, Yeah, you can tell a friend about us. You can. Make a poster, you can, I don't know, whatever you want.